0: Thanks for listening to the podcast of Hope Church in East Hampton, Connecticut. Our mission is to love God, love people, and serve the world. To find out more about Hope Church, be sure to check out our website at cthope.com.
1: My name is Carrie, and I'm one of the teachers here at Hope. And I am really, really excited about today's message. Um, I am excited to introduce you also to my friends Roger and Sherry Bertolini. Um, I met them. I'm trying to remember how long ago, but they instantly—they're the kind of people that just like bring you into their home and feed you. And you've got the Italian, and you've got the Midwestern, and. Southern hospitality all combined there. So um, we were in life group together for a long time and I just absolutely love these two. Tom talked last week about mentors in our lives and I would definitely consider both of you to be just friends and mentors to me. Um, And today we are really excited to be talking with you about prayer, which sounds so simple and yet I think we make it so complicated. And so I'm really excited that they're going to be just diving in a little bit more to that. And one of the things I have to say that I love about Roger and Sherry is how, how down-to-earth and accessible they are about Jesus and about talking with God. And I know there's been times where I am a self-proclaimed overthinker. And I love the way that you have showed me how to just listen to God and know that he's there and wants to speak to me specifically. So why don't we just start out? Okay. Yeah, wow. there you go.
0: Um, I think over the next two and a half hours <laughs>
1: Trevor
0: has passed out, I so two and a half hours. Um, I, I'm not the prayer guy, okay? Everybody listening to me goes, There's the prayer guy. Okay, I was never one of those guys that would be up at five and get in a prayer closet and just, you know, blood, sweating, and you know, that whole that was never me. So how I ended up talking about prayers is kind of crazy. And also my background is is Roman Catholic. So growing up Roman Catholic, the only thing I knew about prayer for a very long time, until I became an agnostic, which is another story, um, the only thing I knew about prayer was either the, uh, the, res- the response of prayer during the course of the Mass, mm-hmm. you know, God, we're praying for Him, uh, please hear our prayer, Lord, hear our prayer, and then, um, you know, Hail Mary and, and Our Father, and of course, when you came out of confession, you had to do a, a good... So those are the only things I knew about prayer for a very, very long time. Now Sherry's on
2: the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, I was I was Christian bubble girl. Um, Grew up in a God fearing home, Midwest. You know, grandparents all Methodist. We I mean we just we were in church from the beginning. And even when my parents weren't attending church, uh, when I was I was the oldest of three siblings, and they would send me. They would drop me off at church, and they'd go to the Holiday Inn and go have a cinnamon roll and coffee and read the paper and then come back and pick me up and it's like i want a cinnamon roll you know i felt like i was getting chipped a little bit way back when but now that i understand parenting that's a whole different picture um i get it um but they were faithful to send me to church so i grew up with the bible stories i grew up and then it wasn't until junior high high school that we all started becoming believers And one by one, every single one of us became hardcore believers and just loved the Lord. And that completely changed things, except that I was in the servant mindset as opposed to a daughter of God. And sorry, (laughs) that's when everything changed (laughs) because to me, prayer was a duty It was a duty. You had to do this. You're supposed to be in your prayer closet. You should be praying this amount of time a day. You should be taking everything. And I was just like, I didn't pray enough. I didn't pray enough. And I lived in a constant fear and guilt of not performing well enough for God to be pleased. That was a whole uh, course of living that I really had to be delivered from. That was just, I had to understand grace. When I got introduced to grace, my entire understanding of my Christian faith and of Jesus completely changed. Now it's a conversation, Mm -hmm. a connection that I would never give up. Not in a million years, because now it's personal. It's so much more of a friendship with God than serving him like a slave, like he owned me, you know, and I had to do all these things. So that's how my interpretation and understanding of prayer really got turned around.
0: Mm. Yeah, think of it this way. Sherry and I are married. What would it look like if I only spent 45 minutes on a Sunday with her? Mm. What would that look like? Would <laughs> that relationship would be sturdy or steady over time? You'd, you'd be in be big great. trouble, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: right.
0: I think you guys have already figured out I'm the mm-hmm. plucky of relief, and she's the beauty and brains of yeah. group. Uh so, so, really, you know, again, I'm some, in her, her, her camp of. Man, we gotta do this thing. Mm-hmm. We gotta do this thing, or else you know, or else we're gonna be in big trouble. You know, God's gonna be mad with me if I don't actually log in x number of minutes. You know, right. over the course of, over the course of the, the week? week. And then you know, living in Tennessee and and being surrounded by people who who pray mm-hmm. much differently than what I grew up with mm-hmm. changed the way I think not only about praying, but as Sherry said. The, the relationship that is yeah. there
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and how we nurture that relationship. You know, even when Jesus said, Do this in remembrance of me, it, it wasn't something that, you know, you we are you do community now. Yeah, it's, yes. not, it's not like that. It's like we're having a beer and a burger over at the uh, Inishmore. <laughs> and, Lord, thanks for the beer and the burger. You mm-hmm. know, it's just simple things like that that you can interject in your, in your everyday life and, into what you're doing that makes sense. Am I
2: doing okay here?
1: So I was, I wanted to piggyback on what you're saying. Um, You're talking about, which I think I grew up very similarly, Sherry, where we pray to God, but the idea that God is going to speak to me, it, it sounded right, but I also had no concept of how that was supposed to look. So um, I, I, I remember the first time I started journaling, journaling thoughts that I felt like God was giving to me. And even that I had to kind of overcome this fear that I was doing it wrong, that maybe I wasn't hearing. Talk to me about when you started to feel like prayer was a dialogue for you.
2: Well, one of my very first experiences of actually hearing God answer back was um, one of my prayers my whole life. I have struggled with emotional eating. Yeah. COVID has not been my friend. Um, And so constantly praying, oh, God, help me lose weight. Help me lose. Yeah. Weird prayers like that. It's like, that's really not the issue, darling. But, you know, one day I was pigging out in the chips. Mom and dad were gone. You know, I hid it for the pantry and I'm eating potato chips. and I'm just like, and I'm thinking, oh, God's probably kind of aware that I'm doing this right now. And I was like, but Lord, I love potato chips. And I literally heard him say, no kidding. I was like, he like joked with me just now. Okay, this is different. He joked with me about something that's actually kind of painful to me and shameful. And I've, I've struggled with it. And we talk about it all the time. He joked with me about a thing that's hard for me. How does this work? This is new and different. So just that little, that little, I smarted off a comment to him. Well, Lord, you know, I really love potato chips. He's like, no kidding. It wasn't an admonishment. It wasn't judgmental. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even convicting, oddly. It was me hearing that he understands. He understands. He knew that I love to eat. And especially when I'm bored or freaked out or whatever. And that just, that blew my mind. I thought, okay, we're in a whole new deal now. Because he talked to me, number one, mm-hmm. and choked with me in a way that made me feel like he's with me in this. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, I folded up the package and I put it away because I was laughing. How many times have you ever been convicted about something and ended up laughing <laughs> and putting the thing away? It's like, oh, this is, I like this. I can work with this. So that was my, my moment.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. That he knows you and he's personal, yeah. not condemning. His voice is not condemning.
2: You know,
0: we do a lot of individual prayer with people. You know, there's, there's different types of prayer. There's intercessory prayer. There's, you know, come up front and get some personal prayer. There's all, all kinds of different prayer. And, and I think what happens is one of the questions I like to ask people when I'm praying with them is, you know, uh, do you hear from God? And if you do, how do you hear from God? And, and it's really interesting, the answers that I get. Uh, about 50% of the time, people go, no, I don't hear from God. And I go, that's great, cool, not a problem. The other 50% of the time, we get some really interesting answers. Mm-hmm. You know, song lyrics, Bible verses, uh, a, a word spoken by a friend in time, that, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, so it's really kind of interesting the way that people interact with, with Papa and, and with Jesus and with Holy Spirit. Even to the point where I'll ask them, well, when you're in, when you're in deep trouble... Who do you pray to? Do you pray to God? Do you pray to Jesus? Do you pray to Holy Spirit? And they go, you know, I never really thought about that. And then they go, oh, Jesus every time. And the person next to them will go, no, no, Holy Spirit. You got to go with the Holy Spirit, you know. <laughs> and so it's very interesting. It, it is very personal. And it's very uh, individual as to who you're talking with, if you will, and how you expect a response. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it could even be your kid coming up to you and saying something, something really funny. Something happened to Sherry on the way here this morning. You still have it? it,
2: I don't have it on, I don't have my phone with me. But I thought, oh, my verse for the day just popped up on my phone. And I looked at it, and I just burst out laughing. I was like, God, you're so funny. All it said was the portion of the scripture that says, pray continually. (laughs) I was like, thanks for that verse today Today. of all days. Thank you.
0: So interesting things like that. And I think people try to regiment regiment it too much. Mm -hmm. You know, as humans, we're really good. You know, if we do something once and it's successful... You know, we try to repeat it, and if we do something a second time and it's successful, we make it a religion. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we really chase after that, and, and we think it's the, we think it's the activity, or we think it's the, uh, the, whatever it is that we're doing that becomes the powerful thing, as opposed to understanding. No, you're talking to the powerful thing. Right. You know, my friend Sandy Tarano, who helped me, uh, helped me walk into my faith, used to say to me all the time, he'd go, "The creator of the universe." Wants to be your friend and do good things with you. Mm-hmm. What is your problem? <laughs> and so it was the getting over the what is my problem that we had to work on. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he's, you know, we, we consciously, we, we cognitively know that he's with us all the time. Mm-hmm. I think here, we're not so sure he wants to talk to us. Absolutely. I think that's a big deal. I and think I, that's I, huge. You think that's huge? Yeah, yeah I, I think we, we've got a lot of stuff here. That says, don't come close. I haven't been perfected yet. Mm-hmm. Or I, I have, I'm not good enough yet. Or I haven't been cleaned up yet. Mm-hmm. And, and until I get cleaned up, God, you know, I'm a, little, I'm a little afraid of talking to you and hearing from you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, a good illustration that I ran into, oddly, just before we got married, we took dancing lessons. Because we wanted to be able to do the, you know, bridegroom dance. And I wanted to actually kind of know what I was doing. Um, so our instructor, you know, there were like two other couples in the class and we're in this uh, large room and (laughs) they taught us the steps. Everything's fine until they said, okay, grab your partner and go. And I'm, you know, doing the dance stance and we're really messing up. I keep messing up. I know the steps. I know the steps. What's the deal? And Roger's this, you know, right here looking at me going, you gotta let me lead. I'm like, but mm. but you're taking me backwards. I don't know what's back there. I don't know how to, how, are you going to run me into a wall? And I realized, and I thought, okay, Lord, I do this to you, don't I? He's like, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so that means I don't trust you. He's like, I know. Mm. And he, it, wasn't, it wasn't a big deal, but it just it got to me. Mm-hmm. I thought, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I say I love him, but I don't trust him. Mm. When I get close and it's really time to move. And I'm hanging on. Am I really taking those steps? Am I really trusting that he's not going to run me into the wall? He's not going to bump me into the next guy. And that was just such a cool picture Mm -hmm. that walking with the Lord really is like a dance, but it becomes evident very quickly if you're not trusting him and not letting him get close and not letting him lead because the steps keep getting messed up. Mm-hmm. And so if that is the case, then maybe there's a question that you need to ask the Lord. Just going, wow, why don't I trust you? What's, what's behind this? God, God, can you show me what it is that's keeping me from trusting you? Because I don't, I don't want that. I want mm-hmm. that gone. I want to be able to fully trust you. And dance. You know, just go and really go with you. Wherever you want to take me.
0: Mm-hmm. I, and again, I think getting out of the monologue chanting thing and into the dialogue yeah. is a big, big deal. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be, um, well, maybe it is, you know, if you're, if you're afraid he's going to show up. Um, there, there there were a couple of scriptures that we, yeah. we wanted to show you guys. Could you put yeah. the first one up there, guys? Um, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. It's like, Give thanks and in, in all circumstances for this is God's will. And it's like, I got to pray all the time. I'm going to die if I pray all the time. You know, it's, it's almost like, yeah, I get it. And, and that's the way it's been interpreted forever, you know, is you must pray.
1: Which adds to the sense of obligation well, and obligation, duty. Obligation,
0: duty, and all that stuff. When really what it's saying, you know, and, and I don't know if you know this, but in the Amplified, there are 364 instances of the word pray. And only a few of them refer to this. The rest of the time, it's like, I pray that you would tell Timothy. You know, I, mm-hmm. I pray that you would Mm-mm. find this. I pray that. And it's not an injunction to, you know, getting on your knees and living there in dust forever. That, that's not what it is. Yeah. So, yes, pray without ceasing is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be that let's drag around that 2,000-pound weight. You know, yeah. You want the next
2: one? Sure. Uh, The next one. Uh, Then you will call on me and pray to me, and I will listen to you. This is what I love. I love looking for the prayer scriptures that don't heap on the guilt necessarily about, oh man, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not. It's like, whoa, back off. Let's look for the exchange. Let's look for the exchange of what he's doing in the middle of the praying. Mm -hmm. He listens. He listens. I even made a list the other day. I just I love brain dumping because it because Sherry's me, good at lists it helps yeah. me think, and so this is the list I came up with. Prayer is power. I forget. Thank
0: you, Michelle.
2: That I'm connecting. Thank you, Michelle. Prayer is power. Mm-hmm. There's literal power that happens when I connect with Him in faith and go, God, please step into this situation. There's a great need here. Mm-hmm. There's power that is released, and we need to remember that. This isn't just us trying to develop relationship, blah, blah, blah. There's power that is released. Things happen in the spirit realm. Prayer is simple. You just turn your heart to him. I mean, sometimes I just, I'm in a situation, I'm like, and I just go, wait, and just by going, wait, my heart just turns to him. I don't say a word. I don't say a word. I just turn my heart to him, and I go, Okay. There you are. All right. I'm getting wound up. Yeah. Okay. Take a breath. Here we go. And it's just, he just helps me get refocused Mm -hmm. again. That's, it's simple. You know, that's as simple as it can be. It is conversational two-way English. It's not his first language, but he figures out how to communicate with you. He communicates to you through road signs. Mm -hmm. He can communicate to you through a vanity license plate through your four-year-old, through a song on the radio that just happens to come on at that moment in the car while you're sobbing because something has happened and you need that word of comfort. And then this crazy country song comes on that tells you exactly what you need to know because it sounds like he's talking straight to you. He can get to you any way he wants. And it's going to get to you in the way that it's going to strike the mark and come so that you can receive it. And if you can just start believing that and just start testing him, going, God, talk to me. Mm -hmm. I want to hear from you. And just start looking, looking, waiting, lurking. You know, when's when's it going to happen? What's he going (gasps) to, was that it? You know, I wake up in the middle of the night and the clock says four, four, four. I go back to sleep, I wake up later and it's 5:55, 5, 5, 5, and I'm like, "You're playing with me again, aren't you?" Because <laughs> he does this with me in numbers sometimes. I see repetition of numbers. And that's his way for me. I don't know why. That's his way for me going, "Hey, how you doing? I'm here. <laughs> I'm paying attention. It's just the strangest thing. Okay, list, Sherry. Sure. You know, list. it's a long list. You're not going to do I'm that. I'm sorry. I know, I know. It's no, transformed.
1: But, but I love that you're saying, like, our personality, God knows who we are. Yes. He knows how we're going to hear from him. He's yes. not going to speak to you in a way that, that doesn't make sense to you. Yeah.
0: Also, if it sounds way smarter than you in your head, <laughs> it's probably not probably. you. Oh, I've been there. You know, i, I got to tell you, i got a lot of stuff in here. And, and often, his answers are a lot better than mine. And, and it's usually disguised as my voice. It's really kind of fun.
2: So. Yeah. Prayer is transformative, revelatory, personal, emotional. If you're afraid of emotion, sometimes it's going to get emotional. And it, that goes two ways. It's, it's very interesting. It's mysterious. You're learning how to hear and request and thank and converse and listen all at the same time. It's kind of like, how do you do this? Um, it's logical. You don't have because you don't ask. Scripture. Oh, Yeah, I never asked you for help. That's why I don't have help right now. Oh, Lord, would you help me right now? You know, logical. Prayer, good. It's complex. His will, my will, of the universe, you know, my friend. How does this even work? It's asking, honoring, humbling. It's gratitude, curiosity. It's adventure, listening, talking, crying, venting, laughing, surprising, and reverent. It, it is all of those things, and sometimes several of them at the same time. Prayer is not a rite or a ritual that is empty. It's a relationship. It is power and a relationship. It is not a religious practice getting rid- just doing words for words' sake. We are connecting when we pray. It's real. Um, it is not a restrictive form. You have to do it this certain way or he's not going to listen to you. It's not a restrictive schedule. I want to meet with you at only 5 a.m. No, that's not, it's not restrictive like that. It's not a vending machine situation. You know, insert prayer here, get the candy bar. <laughs> no, sometimes he says no. <laughs> and it's for a good reason and you need to ask him and he'll tell you why.
1: And we have to wrestle with him through that. I think yes. that's part of dialogue is yes. wrestling. Yes and it's not a
2: democracy, and it's not a dictatorship. It's a dance, and you're learning constantly. Sometimes it's the pogo, sometimes it's the worm, sometimes it's the swim, (laughs) sometimes it's flossing. I don't know, I mean, he knows how to do everything to communicate with us through this process. To be a little more pragmatic,
0: uh, Margie reminded us of a, a prayer model a couple of weeks back, the ACTS model, and that's affirmation, Confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And those are like four different types of, mm-hmm. oh, of ways yeah. to talk to, to God. And, it, and some people need to codify it in a, in a process that helps them get used to it. Yes. And, and that's a really good thing. Yeah. So, you know, ritual is not bad. Rites are not bad, as right. long as there's substance and, and, and learning and, and stuff right. behind it. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it just for the sake of emotions, that's hard. So right. thanks, Margie. That was, that was great. By the way, I'm referring to Margie and Michelle. And then over here is Paula and, and Linda. Linda. And, and these are the guys that are on the, on the prayer team. And, and, and Carrie. I, and Carrie. And I don't know if you guys, you know, realize that there are people that are praying for you yeah. all the time. Every week. Every week, we're, we're uh, online on Monday nights, and that's the way we started a while back when we got into this COVID mess, mm-hmm. and, and it started as a time to allow for you guys to come on to Zoom and, and get some personal prayer if you want to, but it's turned into more of an intercessory, um, intercessory session mm-hmm. where, um, where we're praying for the church. We're praying for you guys. We're praying for the leaders. Mm-hmm. We're praying for the worship team. We're praying for the town. Mm-hmm praying for um, COVID situation. Yeah, yeah we're praying for Bill and, and, and all of the outreach stuff yeah. that they're doing mm-hmm. uh, so it's just a time for us to get together and this is my plug to, to tell you that we'd love to have you join us do yeah. that mm-hmm. but there, there is one scripture that we left out of the, the, the ones that we were talking about and it's one that our friend Matt uh, we run a, a zoom with our, our small group um, it's not that one but that's a good one leave that one there we'll come back to that one in a second <laughs> Uh, it's from Exodus, Exodus 33, 11. And the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and and that, that about does it right there. I mean, and everybody goes, well, I'm not Moses. Oh, yeah, you are. I mean, <laughs> you, have your own, you have your own tribe to lead. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can speak to him face to face and expect a response. Because we should let us approach God's throne of grace Mm. with confidence, boldly. Yes,
2: that's right.
0: Boldly. It's not, and it's not, you know, like Oliver Twist, you know. Please, sir, may I have some more? (laughs) You know. No, no, that's not who he created you to be. He he didn't need, he didn't need more worms. Okay, you already got the worms. We don't need you to worm. What do you got?
2: Um, Let's go back to Monday nights. The Monday night prayer thing, we, if somebody were to show up on Zoom that needs personal prayer, we do a breakout room, which is completely private. You know, you show up and you see all of the team, and then you're like, hey, I could use some prayer, and we go, oh, okay, we'll send so-and-so-and-so-and-so with you into a private breakout room on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Completely private, confidential, the two of us from the team will pray for you, whatever you need, and then from that breakout room, you can just leave. You don't even have to come back to the main part of the meeting where we're all, you know, on the on the screen. Um, the first Monday night of every month, we are reestablishing our Hope Church prayer. And we meet here in the building, out in the lobby. We space out. We wear our masks. We also include Zoom for those meetings. Because if some of you are just like, eh, I had the first shot but not the second. You know, I'd love to join you guys. But, you know, I still want to kind of, eh. And that's totally fine. Anybody who's not feeling well that night, whatever, can join us prayer that night. And like I said, Monday night, first Monday, that'll be this uh, Monday following Easter Sunday on April 5th will be our next one. Um, so we're live in the lobby out there, plus big Zoom screen on the big screen, you know. So we've got people coming online. We got people live who come and pray with us. So we would love for anybody to start joining us for that on a regular basis the first Monday night. Then the rest of the Mondays we, we do Zoom only.
1: And I think one thing I love about the prayer team, because I consider myself a practicer in prayer, I don't feel like I'm an expert. I think a lot of times we look at people and we say, oh my gosh, they're so good at praying or did you hear them pray? I could never pray like that. And I think we have a habit of looking at people that are on a prayer team or um, that we've heard pray and we think I'm supposed to pray like that. I don't think I can do that. And I um, I actually, I saw I saw something recently, it was, it was a survey about something and it said, what kind of Christian are you? Are you a, a new Christian? Are you a growing Christian? Or are you a mature Christian and I thought that is all backwards because I said i a mature Christian should be a growing Christian we're never we never arrive at this this point of perfection or expertise with God and with prayer and I know I have my daughter um when we were teaching her how to read she I think she did not want to sound silly so she spent months and months not reading and then all of a sudden. She just she just read, um, but I think it was that she was afraid to to speak out loud and sound silly. And maybe you feel that way. I know I felt that way with God sometimes. But when you come to the prayer team, um, I I feel like it's really a space to hear. First of all, everyone prays in a different style, um, and then just for me, it helps me to know uh, just to build the confidence and to grow. And there's some days you go that you, I, there's some days I go that I feel weak and I need someone to pray for me, and I don't feel like I have something to pour out for other people. But then. Yeah people pour back out for me. So if that's you, if you feel like afraid to come because you're not good enough, it is so far from the truth. Yeah. Um, Another
2: way that you can plug into prayer that is offered here at Hope, um, every Sunday after the live service here back in the gymnasium, um, at least two of us will be back there to pray for anybody who has a personal need that they just want to have some prayer for. We have noticed we've been doing this for about a year. We don't get a lot of folks who come back there, so we want to pull some of the mystery out of this and let you see what happens when somebody comes back for personal ministry. We're going to spring this on Carrie and just ask her if she has anything that we want, that she wants us to pray for, for her, and we're just going to kind of demonstrate, this is what happens when you come back for prayer. So, Mm -hmm. Carrie, let's, here we go. You
1: ready? I have nothing at all to be prayed for. I'm I'm like Mary Poppins, practically perfect. Come on, I'm good. (laughs) Uh, no um honestly parenting parenting which is a whole nother a whole nother message topic but that's something i've been struggling with wisdom for especially right now Uh,
0: okay i'm going to do two things yes we're going to do this but i'm also going to talk out here for a second Uh, what we like to do is is not necessarily just jump in and start praying for for carrie Okay, we're going to pull the, you know, pull the shirt open and the big red S shows up and the, the Superman of prayer is now going to pray for Carrie. You know, that, that's not necessarily what we want to do. What we want to do is we want to have Carrie interact to begin with, with, with Papa. Mm-hmm. So I would say, okay, Carrie, what do you want to tell him? What would you like to ask God? What do you want to tell him? Help. <laughs> just no. help. My favorite prayer.
1: Help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would just say... Um, Yeah, God, I feel overwhelmed sometimes. Um, I just feel overwhelmed, and I don't feel like I have all the wisdom to make the right decision sometimes. And I would love help with that.
2: Yeah. What do you got? Nothing specific yet. Go for it.
0: Um, By the way, yeah, this is really what happens. This is how how this works. works. This is how this works. Uh, So, yeah. uh,
1: There's there's not a spotlight on you usually, so it's it's less awkward (laughs) than this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay, so... (laughs) Uh, so, you feel overwhelmed mm. and you feel like you don't have the answers. Okay.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: thanks. Thanks for sharing that with us. I, I appreciate that. Being vulnerable is real key. Yeah.
2: Indeed. And sometimes we are just, we just have to wait. Cause, yeah. like, I'm right now, I'm just like, God, what do you have for Carrie? What do yeah. you have for Holy Carrie? Holy
0: Spirit, what do you Holy have? Holy Spirit, Carrie?
2: what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> you know, waiting for him to give me come a scripture or give, give me something to come, follow. So, that's what Lord. we're doing right now.
0: Yeah, come, Lord. Holy Spirit, come. Mm.
2: I'm gonna jump out on this one, and this is this is Sherry taking the, the big leap here. I don't know why, but Miriam came to mind, okay. which is really bizarre because I don't I can honestly say I don't know enough about her, but that may be a person in scripture to explore yeah. and just look and see if there is a sample in scripture that that she presents that might give an answer. Okay. But I also um, want to pray the oh the scripture that talks about. He is our glory and the lifter of our head and that he's a shield about us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what you need to be reminded of. So Lord, I just pray mm-hmm. that that Carrie would sense that you are the shield that is around her. You absolutely surround her when she is overwhelmed. You are the lifter of her head and you are the one who has that shield. You, you are the shield around her, protecting her on every side. And so, Father, I, ask, I just almost see the picture of shields literally surrounding you, and these big waves are crashing against the shield, but they're not touching you so that you don't get overwhelmed. Father, I ask that that would become a real sense for her, that you would let your presence just be so present with her that she would know and take that moment of just going, ah, shields up, <laughs> you know, do a little Star trek thing here, and, and just go for it and mm-hmm. let those shields come up, knowing that it's you protecting her and give her that break to reconnect with you so that you can give her the wisdom that you have for that moment, for every moment because she needs different pieces of wisdom every moment during parenting. (laughs) You need it constantly, all day long, and every nugget needs to be different. So Father, I ask that you would just pour out that wisdom for her in those moments.
0: Yeah, Lord, and the confidence to know that she's doing the right thing at the right time. Mm -hmm. I ask Father that you would help her understand that her decisions are good ones, that there is no amount of study that she can do. There's no uh, plan that she could put in place that'll surpass what you have for her Mm -hmm. and that if you guide and she, she pays attention to you guiding and directing her, that everything is going to turn out all right. Mm -hmm. That the kids are going to turn out all right. Mm -hmm. There's a whole, there's a whole nother thing there that we'll talk about (laughs) when we're not in front of people. Okay. Yeah. But, but thank you father. And I ask Lord that uh, right now that you would just give her peace, Mm -hmm. that you would give her peace about her decisions, Mm -hmm. that you would give her peace about her kids and that you would continue to give her eyes to see into situations where she can read that, you know, name that tune in three notes and know what's going on and be able to have the words that you give her to speak into the situations with her kids that will diffuse situations, that will teach, that will move them forward on their journey and on their path. In Jesus' name. You got anything else?
2: No. And whether you knew it or not, you just joined the prayer team because I'm sure some of you were also just going, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And just thinking that that's, this is, this is what it is. This is our, this is what we love doing. I love being able to take somebody like Carrie, somebody like, God, Bill, you know, and just all he does is say, man, (laughs) he just says something about, yeah, glow team, man, I don't, I got to make this decision. Oh, I just want to jump in there immediately and just go, Lord, step into this, come into this situation, give him your wisdom, bring the provision that he needs, bring protection, Because he's doing it, Mm -hmm. I have the opportunity at any moment of my life to just look at any one of you and go, "God, what do they need? Ooh, God, what do they need? What do they need?" And that's how we really want to end this: is pray for you guys, if that's okay. (laughs) Are we Are we okay on time? Yeah, you guys are doing great. Okay, you wanna pray for them? Yeah. I
0: don't know. I don't know if I have the words. (laughs) Come on. Go ahead. Uh, You wanna start?
2: Sure. Okay. okay, so we're going to pray for you guys. All
1: right. Mm. Hmm. God, I just want to thank you again um, for this family. Truly, this is family to me. And I ask that you would just shine your face on each person here, um, that even as the sun is coming out and we're feeling spring, God, that we would feel your presence like that, that it would just feel like something that we can tangibly feel um, on our skin, warming us, that you would just be present and near to everyone, um, God, I pray for for people who feel like I have so often felt inadequate or um, too far away or too imperfect or not enough. I pray for all those people, God, that they would know that you desperately want them to be with you, that you came and died specifically so that we can approach you with freedom and confidence, that there are no barriers between us and you. Um, And I just pray, God, that we would, um, as Sherry said, not feel like we have to clean ourselves up or fix ourselves, God. God. God, that we would see ourselves as your sons and daughters. Um, so I just pray right now over, over this church for freedom. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was getting the, um, the verse about let us uh, run the race and mm-hmm. oh, about the, the sin that besets us or entangles us, mm-hmm. running free from those. Father, I ask that if there's anything that is keep keeping any of us entangled, those online right now and as, as well as those mm-hmm. here in person, Father, every single person here struggles with something. We struggle. We just do. And some of it's deep, heavy stuff. Some of it's just annoying habits or disciplines that we just haven't developed yet. And Lord, it all adds up. And it really is discouraging at times. And so, Father, I ask that you would just begin to untangle us. Show us, expose the things that are keeping us tangled up so that we can run this race freely, so that we can move to the next steps without tripping. Um, And Father, even when Lazarus was pulled out of the tomb, he's standing there completely wrapped up in all of his grave clothes, and you've resurrected him. He's alive standing there, but still all wrapped up. And you turned to the crowd, you turned to the crowd and instructed them, remove the stuff, remove these bandages from his head and his feet and his hands. Well, you can't really function without your feet or your head or your hands. So Father, this is our job that we do for one another. You have instructed us. You bring the life, but we have to help untangle each other. So Father, help us to just start stepping into that place of praying for each other and receiving prayer from one another. Because sometimes that's scary. And sometimes we're just not used to it or confident. Father, I ask that every person, every person listening to this would start to have that deeper understanding, <laughs> that deeper relationship. Father, speak. Speak in a way that each of us can hear that draws us into that deeper relationship with you, that deeper trust, so that this does become more of a dance instead of drudgery. Father, I ask that you would just throw open the doors and pour out your Holy Spirit in protection and provision, especially for those who are hurting right now. And Lord, draw us in closer. Draw us in so we are growing constantly. Go ahead. You got something?
0: You, you took it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was great. That was great. Mm. Uh, Father, I ask for favor. Mm. I ask for favor on the leadership of this church. That's right. I ask for favor on this church as a whole. I That's ask right. for favor on each individual here. I ask, Lord, that you would begin to talk to them in a way that they can hear you. Mm-hmm. And For everybody, it's going to be different. Maybe the same for a couple of people, but it's going to be different. And I ask, Lord, that you would start to break through whatever fears mm-hmm. and, and reluctance they have to hearing you, mm-hmm. that, they, that you would just break through yeah. and show yourself big in their lives. Yeah. I ask that you would bless every family here.
2: That's
0: right. I ask that you would have favor on the children of these families. That's right. Father, for the extended people, mm-hmm. uh, for the extended families of the people that are here too, I ask that you would, you would rest on them, that your Holy Spirit would hover over them and keep them, and Mm -hmm. keep them, Mm -hmm. and that you would give us guidance and direction as we move forward on how to build this team, Mm -hmm. and how to build this church, and how to build up each individual that, that we're talking to right now.
2: That's right. Father, we ask that your life fill Hope Church, fill this place until it just flows out of the doors and into the area around us. Father, I ask that this would be a place where you are comfortable, where you can come and do what you do and say what you say and lead us every single step of the way. Mm-hmm. Father, come to this place, this little church in the middle of nowhere Connecticut. Father, I ask that you would be so evident here that people would start taking note and need, just need to come because they need you so desperately. Father, I ask that you would just use us as your sons and daughters, not your slaves, but your sons and your daughters. Help us walk that out. Amen. In Jesus' name.
0: Anything more? Are you good?
1: I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah.
0: No. Um, plug time. Got to do plug, right?
1: Yes, please. Plug time.
0: If you'd like to join the prayer team and pray for other people, you know, up front on Sundays or in the gym on Sundays, whenever, wherever we are, Please let us know. Please come and talk to us. Yeah. Uh, we could use all the help we can get. Yep. Um, and the same thing, if you just want to be part of our Monday night intercessory thing and you want to see what it's all about, show up. Please. We haven't lost anybody since that one woman in Tennessee about 15 years ago. Yeah. And it was only because she was mad at her husband, which is another <laughs> conversation altogether. Um, but, yeah, please, guys, uh, we, we'd love to have you join us. And, we, you know, it doesn't matter. There's no age... Uh, age limit you know no. you can be four or uh, as old as me and, and and it'll work out okay
1: no it's really great it, yeah, i've i've loved it come imperfect and all that's that's how i feel um,
0: okay does anybody have any questions okay good tom i guess we're good
1: all right thank you guys so much for being up here oh, and we'll, if you guys do have thanks, questions thanks for letting, them, thanks for letting us come out and play i can't promise but i'm sure roger <laughs> will will talk to you afterwards so for sherry okay, thank you so much